What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Episode 62 of our podcast, Sipping Sports. Chris, how are we doing? We are winding down, they would say. Winding down with what, David? Winding down before our short little break after the NBA season is over. Is that what we're doing? We are winding down, yeah, because there's nothing we really want to talk about. I don't think we've said that. Now it's live. Episode 62. Here. <laughs> uh, we still have a few more weeks. It's not. It's just in the period of winding down. Yes. Yeah, so, like Dave mentioned, we're planning on taking a season break after the NBA playoffs and right before football starts. So we'll be off from. At, well, we're going to do the week after the NBA finals, mm-hmm. and then we're going to break until the beginning of August. Yep. Like into August, so that we get a couple weeks before the NFL season starts. Yeah, so it's like what seven week break around about that, give or take. Yeah, and then we're coming back firing with every week a favorite sport of ours, NFL. Yeah, bang. Yep. But sixty two. Let's jump in, David. What's your top moment from the week? Yeah. So last week, the Denver Nuggets swept the Lakers. We potentially almost had two sweeps in the NBA playoffs. But how many, Chris, since 1949? Wait, can you start over? How many teams since 1949? Okay. How many teams have been swept in the conference championship for the NBA? Including this past one. Mm, well, there's only one in this past one, so. Well, I'm just saying you gotta if you're gonna add that in, okay. this doesn't count. This does count. So it doesn't include um, that. Since what year? 1949-1950 NBA season. So it's been 72 years. Yep. 73 years, technically. Yep. Yep. Um, how many series? How many, ch- how many, how many times is that? Championship series. Championship series. Yeah, so one. technically there's two every year. Yep. So there's about 150. 50 total. Yep. 50 total. Uh, probably. Picture the math going on in your head right now. Okay, okay. we're getting there. I'm going to say... Eight. Bang! That was right. That was right. Wow. <laughs> eight times. This is the eighth time it's ever happened. We almost had the ninth. I don't think it, it's never happened for both series in the same year. What a guess. That is a great guess. <laughs> I saw you. I thought I like almost heard you mumbling eight, and I was like, just go with your gut. Just go with the gut. So, yes, eight teams. Eight teams. Championship series, clean sweeps. It's kind of crazy. We almost had two this year. That's what I'm saying. That's never happened. Yeah. And you look at the NHL. There's almost two sweeps here, too. It's crazy. Yeah, Do you think that's good or bad for sports? Bad. Bad? I have a hot take that's kind of related. Okay. Do you want to do it now or when we talk? Yeah, it's kind class? of related. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's just me, but I was t- talking to Andrew about this. I feel like I've gotten less engaged as the playoffs has, have gone on. Yeah. I think, yeah. And Do I, you agree, disagree for yourself or... What are your thoughts? Yeah, I would say I agree. I think it's hard because, like, I think the first series, I mean, the first series, like, the Timberwolves were in it, so, like, okay, I was a little bit engaged. But then, even after, once the Timberwolves got eliminated and all that, I just think the playoffs go on way too long. Yeah. Like, I think that's the problem. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, but, like, I just think it's one of those things, like, I just think they just go on forever. Like, they just Mm -hmm. seem like they start... In September, October, and they just go till the middle of June or first few weeks of June. Yeah, like that's too long. 
It is. I mean, you're not going to make them go back-to-back like that regular season or whatnot. Yeah, but, right. But there is a lot of games. I mean, yeah, Andrew had a good point. He was like, it's kind of like March Madness. Like, the first weekend, everybody's so pumped and amped up. And then mm-hmm. as the month goes on, obviously, it just kind of, like, dies off a little bit. Because there's less excitement. There's less games. And there's less just, like, f- two to three games on the entire day. Right. And I think the thing is, too, like, now when you get to these conference series and these finals... Like the conference finals, it's like so. There's only one game a night. Yeah. And so it's like okay, cool. Yeah. But it's also like it's exciting. It's on the TV, but it's also like one of those things to me where I'm just like I just am not really in tuned. Right. Then he also said he's like, well, just imagine if the Timberwolves were playing, you'd be so locked in. That's what I'm saying. Hundred percent. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I think the teams like. Yes, it was a cool story with the Lakers. Yes, it was a cool story. Like the Nuggets swept them, but it's just like, and this. Celtic series is kind of not going as planned for some people, but I just think it is crazy where it's like these teams, it's like to me, I just, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And I think somebody had a good point too. It's crazy. They were talking about Jokic, or I can't even say his name. Jokic. Jokic and the Nuggets. It's like when they win, nobody talks about them. They had what, 60 wins this year? They just swept the Lakers. They barely get TV time because everybody on ESPN and SportsCenter, all they want to talk about is like, oh, LeBron James said he might retire. Yeah. He might retire. Let's not talk about how he just got swept. He did that on purpose. Of course he did. He's a, he, come on. Yeah. But I think, I think that's the crazy thing is I think even when they win, it's like they're so under the radar that, and I don't think they're, I think they're a great team. Obviously they've made it that far. I just don't think they're as flashy. Like, no, they just get the job done. Jamal Murray is sick. He's disgusting. Yeah. They got a good team. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, my moment, so taking us back to the PGA Championship, we had Michael Block swept the uh, the world by storm, the sports world, not just the golf world, but the sports world by storm last week, mm-hmm. uh, shot a one over, which literally the first three rounds were even par, and yep. then last round he was one over. Yep. And I Finished tied 15th. 15th, decent paycheck, obviously got to play with superstars and kind of made a name for himself yeah i think the crazier story about him too is like he's he you could tell like just watching it as much as you watched or whatnot it's like you could just tell he was having so much fun which made it even more enjoyable Mm -hmm. and it was like i think it's crazy to think because it's like even these superstar guys were excited for him which is like yeah i mean i know golf is one of those sports where you start to see that more where like people are excited for each other it's right an individual sport but it's a competition whatever but it's also like he was just happy to be like when he got paired up with rory there's a video and he's like they're like oh you're gonna get with rory he's like no way that's yeah. next. no way and it's like then he hits the hole in one which yeah, even makes it even better it's crazy i mean he was starting to fall back plus two dunk and then literally straight in yeah and i think that's what's crazy is he dunked that that was unbelievable and then on the last hole it's like he had like a 15 foot putt and it was like it went in, and you could just tell it was like, wow, that was just meant to go in. Well, that was a gigantic putt for him, too, because that secured his spot next year yeah. and locked him in to tie for 15th, so then he made way more. Oh, it was yeah. like $70,000. Yeah. I mean, and then, obviously, yeah. He's a good guy. I think, obviously, it's like one of those cool stories where it's like, just it's golf. Mm-hmm. Just go out there and play well. and It's just kind of cool when he started doing well, and they were like, what are you going to do tonight? He's like, go get a beer with my wife and eat food and do it again tomorrow. Like, yep. that's the life. That is the life. So, yep. we'll see. Pretty cool. This week's not as good for him, but that's besides the point. Yeah. It's a good one-week story. 
Well, and here's the thing. It's still a great story. I mean, and it'll get brought up for the years to come. I mean, every single year. You think they'll make a movie on it? No. You don't think? No. It's one tournament. If you would have gone out this week and done something... If you would have won... I mean, let's be honest. It, it's a great well, story, but he also finished... Like, I, I'm not trying to harp the guy. He finished top 15. They would... They, if they made a movie, they'd probably make the guy win it. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, yeah. he finished top 15. Like, it's a cool story. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone knows about it, but to make a movie about it, it's like, dude, he's in last place in this tournament. Currently. So it's like, I hate to be that is guy. Is last, last? Yeah, he's plus 11. He's four shots. No, I knew he was plus 11, but I just didn't know yeah. he was the last, last. Double bogey, three of the last. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. I'm we're just saying, to make week. a movie, though, about him. It's, yeah, we're talking about last week. Yeah. All right, what do we got Minnesota Minute-wise? Yeah, Minnesota Minute, super short. Twins, currently 26 and 24, struggling. Only won one of two against the but Giants. First place, right? First place, yes. <laughs> our division, I think the winner of our division will be 500, which is bad. Uh, they play the Blue Jays coming up as well as the Astros, two pretty solid teams. Minnesota Gopher Baseball finished up the season. Uh, they finished at 18-34. and 34. Uh, Gopher Softball, unfortunately, lost to McNeese State. Did not advance to the... A one and done? No, so they lost. They won. They lost the first game to McNeese State. They won. So this is double elimination, and then they lost again to McNeese State. Who actually Dang, almost beat... Yeah, who almost beat Washington twice, but they gave up six runs in the bottom of the last inning. Really? Yes. McNeese State should have advanced. Anyways. Wow. Minnesota wind chill. 2-0 so far. They beat Pittsburgh handily. They play in Detroit Saturday and in Chicago Sunday. They have a back-to-back this weekend. Really? On Labor Day weekend. Detroit and then Chicago? That's where they play. You think, you think they're... Flying up there? I think they might fly up there and then bus to wherever. Bus to the second place? Yeah, bus to Chicago and then fly from Chicago. Hmm. I don't think they'll drive. That's pretty... I mean, eh. From Detroit to Chicago? I guess I don't know how far that is. Four and a half hours. Yeah, I think that's possible, though. And then fly out of Chicago? I don't know, dude. You think they'll fly? Yeah. Yeah, I always wonder this too, and maybe people that know the windshield better. Like, do those guys make money? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, how do they, I mean, maybe. You gotta, th- I mean, it's a You gotta think they have some endorsements or something. It's a professional league. I know, but is there money? I guess, yeah. They're good, though. They're 2 0. They gotta make something. Let's hope so, right? Yeah. Shout out to the guy that works out at the Southdale YMCA. I see you, buddy. Well, why don't you ask him next time? He hasn't been there because they've been playing. Once uh, season started, I haven't seen him. Okay. Now you know how to what what to ask him in the off season. Yeah, I do know he's. he's uh, I actually have seen. I creepily searched him on LinkedIn because I was like, I wonder if they have another job. He's a customer success manager, so he does have another. There job. you go. All but right. I want to know if he gets paid to Supplemental be on the, on the wind show. Yeah. Well, you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a revenue sport it is, but well, maybe if we bring home a championship, we'll have a parade. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Just at Seafoam Stadium, though. Not, like, around the town, just at the stadium. At Concordia. We could make it around St. Paul. We could create our own little bar crawl for them. Like a bar crawl. Now you're thinking. Yeah, potentially. All right. Not much of a planner, though. Well, you better get on it right now, because they're 2-0. Long season. All right, <laughs> let's go. All right, uh, betting recap for the week. 5-6-1 uh, and one for me on NBA. There you go. Just below. It's getting slightly better. David, 8-4-1. and one. Pretty good. Good job. Pretty good. Proud of you. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, we got a uh, 
a message from our loyal fan Jake and uh, was asking about uh, cashing out a future bet. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about it a little bit. It was John Rahm to win uh, Masters. the Masters. Was it the Masters? No, it was oh. the last. Yeah, but what was the last one called? I don't know what it was called. It was uh, not the PGA Championship, not the Masters. It was the other one. The one in between. Yeah, it was the, the players. The Masters. Was it the Masters? Yeah, he won the Masters. Oh, all right. Yeah, he won the Masters. And then, uh, so it was, that was the first leg. Second leg, Nuggets to win the championship. This was before they swept the Lakers and were in it. Uh, $25 bet to win just under $2,000. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty nice little payday. The Nuggets are now in the finals. Right. Well, I think that's my thing is like, so I, I do wonder. I know we first talked about this and this was when the Heat were up 3-0. It was. Yep. Uh, but I think we talked about three, it. one. Yeah, three one. And I do think if the Heat win, mm-hmm. you kind of just ride it out and just say, "Hey, do you think you ride it out?" I think I ride it out if the Heat win. I I would love to see where the what the money amount is. But I think at the same time, if the Heat win this series, I think then De- Denver has a very good chance to win Game One and Two. And then if you're worried, cash out. I think the Celtics, if the Celtics win, it will be, the cash out would almost be, what is the total, what is it, 2000s, the total? Yeah, like around just 2000. under. I would say it's probably right around like $1,000. I would say you'd get 50% for the Celtics. Because it truly is then a toss-up. I think more. Do you think? I think, if, I think right now the Nuggets are the favorite. I think it's like minus 160. But I think if the Celtics win, that is more of a toss-up than if the Heat win. So if it's minus 160 currently, that's just because they assume that they're going to play the Heat. Right. So if the Celtics come back and win, wasn't the Celtics... uh, Their odds were better. Than the Nuggets. Correct, yep. Like coming into into this series. Yeah, yeah. So in that case, you would almost... Well, yeah, I still think it's, I still think before the game one, I still think it's going to be a toss up because I think here's the thing: is you have the first two games are going to be in Denver, no matter what. That's a tough place to play for all these teams. Uh-huh. And if the Celtics have to go all seven games to win right. the series, they're going to be tired. Yeah, I mean that's the difference. Is it's not like it's three one Celtics. If it's three one Celtics, sure, it's a different story. Right. But I think the fatigue is going to get to them, and then you go play in Denver. So you would cash out or you would hedge? No, I would. I would actually keep it the first two games. Let the thing go up to like four. I would not cash out unless it what was like if the Celtics go up? Oh, then you just one one it. or two zero. Yeah, then you just ride it out. It was what a twenty five dollar bet. Yeah, yeah. I guess it all depends. I mean, I think here's the thing. But the cash out going in, I mean, it's got to be around eight hundred to a thousand right now. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a little less than a thousand right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably around more closer to eight hundred. I would assume. I mean, you can ask, you can let us know what you think, what it is if you're driving down to Iowa, Jacob. I don't know if he's yeah. gone down there to get the cash out, but I think I think if the Heat play him, you just ride it out because I think they will win the championship. But wouldn't okay? This is my argument against that. Mm-hmm. If the if the Heat win against the Celtics, yep, and it's Heat Nuggets, you could argue that hedging. Mm-hmm would be, make the most sense because 
the odds are going to be heavily towards Denver. Mm-hmm. I mean, comparative to if they were playing the Celtics. Right. Right. So it would be heavily towards the Nuggets. So you wouldn't have to put as much money on the Heat. So here's my question. To so what hedge? So if you if the Heat let's say win this and they're going to be what would you say? So Nuggets are minus one sixty five and the Heat currently. Are, Okay, so let's say they're minus whatever. But so, what do you think the Heat's odds would be to win? Plus two hundred. So plus two hundred. So you'd say hedge and just put what a thousand dollars, because that would equal your two thousand winnings, right? So you'd have to put a thousand dollars to basically break even. Then you would be guaranteed the two thousand. You'd either well, no, I probably wouldn't put that much on it. Okay, so you would hedge to a sense that that wasn't break even, but maybe you'd hedge five hundred bucks to win a thousand. Yeah. Okay, and that's yeah. if they're plus two hundred. I don't know what they, maybe they'll be more. So if they're plus two hundred, if you put five hundred dollars on the heat, yeah. then you would win a thousand. So the payback would be fifteen hundred. So in theory, then I mean, if the Nuggets win, you win dang near two thousand, mm-hmm. and if the uh, if the uh, <coughs> The heat win, you win a thousand. So regardless, so I guess I guess the other question then would or be, well, no, it would be two thousand minus the five hundred, so, so it'd be fifteen hundred or a thousand. Yeah. Versus two thousand or nothing. Yeah, so I guess my question is, well, then it, I mean, if you're him, I guess whichever team wins between these teams, why won't you just hedge either way? Just wait till you get the finals and then hedge. Because here's the thing: even if you hedge the Celtics, then just put a thousand dollars. And you could get you're, yeah, gonna, you're guaranteed a thousand dollars. The value just isn't as much because that that's going to be a closer right odds right hundred percent yeah you know. and I mean I think here's the thing is I think hedging would be the fair play I just think one of those things where it's like for me I think if they play Miami and Miami's shown different and they've shown strong and to start series out strong but I mm-hmm. just I think Denver's a different beast yeah I mean you got I would say you want to win more. Mm-hmm. If Denver wins, then whatever you would win by hedging. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it's team. one of those things, too, where it's like, yeah. I guess it's just it, a confidence thing. Or do you wait from game one after game one or game two in Denver? Yeah. Which yeah, no I one's mean, won. And then you, you basically hedge after that. If you think that Denver's going to win it. That's, yeah. Win the game one or two. Yeah. Then it's $25 bet. It's whatever you want to guarantee. You obviously had a great pick with Denver. was a great steal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's almost like, yeah. I mean, depending on the hedge and depending on what the cash out is, if the cash out ever got to thirteen hundred or fourteen hundred, I'm taking that. If I'm him, really? Yes, I'm fine taking thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred over hedging. Yeah, I don't really understand how the hedging works. You just get fourteen hundred dollars either way. I would cash out at fourteen hundred. You just said if I hedged and they were plus two hundred, my payout would be a thousand. If the Heat won, but if you if you put five hundred on the Heat, if they were plus two hundred, mm-hmm. then you would win fifteen hundred versus the cash out of thirteen hundred. Well, you'd win a thousand because you bet five hundred, so you'd win a thousand. And the you would get fifteen hundred back, the five hundred plus the thousand. Yeah, I guess you could do it that way. Yeah, so you get win a thousand versus winning thirteen hundred. You'd win more. You, because here's the thing: if you put in five hundred dollars, you don't win five hundred. You win a thousand. Right. You don't. That's your money back. But what I'm saying is, if you cash out at thirteen hundred, 
1300 minus the original bet of $25. You're taking home 1275 versus 1000. Yes, but the original bet was $25 to win 2000. So if you if the if you put 500 on the heat, yeah. then and the Nuggets win, you still have the $25 bet to win 2000. So right. you have 2000. Yeah. If the if the Nuggets win, but if you hedge 500 on the heat, then you have to subtract that from the total amount that you're going to win if the Nuggets win. So that would bring it down to 1500 which is still more than 13 or 1400 whatever the cash out is. Yeah. You know? So then the benefit of the hedge would be you put 500 on the heat. So if the heat win, mm-hmm. then you win the $1,000. Right. And you lose, you subtract the 25 that your Nuggets bet was for yeah right so you win a thousand minus 25 versus two thousand minus 500 so it'd be 1500 mm-hmm. or like 975 975 if yeah so those are the two options if or the nuggets win 1300 cash out at 1300 right yeah so you got to take all the numbers into consideration it just depends if you really want to watch the series or if you want to sweat or you just want to i mean because you could do this yeah, it's the personal hedging. preference yeah 100 i'm cashing out i said I don't think that that's not a big difference to me. I'm taking the thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred bucks for sweat. I mean, I haven't watched very many games of the playoffs. Yeah. And to be honest, I said or, this, I said this at the beginning. If the Heat win, I am letting. If that's me, I am just letting it ride. It is in God's hands. But the Nuggets have looked dominant. Yeah. At home, and I'm sorry, I'm letting it ride. If the if the Heat win, if the Celtics win, we can revisit next week. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, after that, hopefully that gave you some insight. Moral of the story is go with your heart. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah. Moral of the story is that didn't help, but we'll have better after we see this series. But it provides an interesting scenario. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to beer and seltzer. Yeah. All right. So we got... It's called Loyal. Okay. It's mixed berry lemonade. I've literally never heard of this. I think I had one of these in California. Okay. Uh, 9%. Contains 22% juice. 9%? Yeah, that's what that says. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank God we didn't have this with the churro grande. Oh, we would have been (laughs) Well, we also took two sips of the churro grande. That's true. That's true. Uh, It's called mixed berry lemonade. Good thing you don't work tomorrow. Yeah, shout out. Nice color too. Shout out Worldwide Express. That is a nice color. It looks like a uh, peach lemonade if I had to. My God. You can smell the booze. It smells like a mixed drink. It smells like a jello shot. Yeah, it smells like it smells heavy. <laughs> uh, beer that we're going with is Kentucky Tangerine Cream Ale mm. in a bottle. Uh, it's from where is it from? The beer of Bourbon Country. I don't know if it says where it's from. What is it's from Kentucky, but. What's it it doesn't say uh, Kentucky the brewery. Tangerine. It's from oh, it's from Lexington Brewing Company. Literally, the only place that it says that is on the cap, which you're gonna take off. Yeah, right here. Otherwise, it doesn't Kentucky. say it anywhere on the bottle. Hmm. But it's uh, cream ale with natural flavors, aged in oak bourbon barrels. The Kentucky reference. Five percent alcohol, five point five. Look at this. This is the picture it has. It's pretty cool. Tells you what's in it. That's what vanilla looks like. 
It kind of looks like a steak. Hmm. Oh, it's got a blueberry one too. Hmm. Vanilla, maple barrel stout. It's a nice golden flight, uh, color. Hmm. Have you ever been to Kentucky? No, I haven't. My sister has. She's gone to the Derby. The Derby? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just looks like it. I will say it's a little. Seems like it's a little over the top, but I think it would be cool though. Well, we're doing a derby party at your house next year, so yeah. No, that's yeah, but that's gonna. I'm, I'm hoping, and I don't know yet. I'm hoping though that's not in comparative to the actual Kentucky Derby. I think the Kentucky Derby is a little more extreme than what we'll be throwing. You think? I guess we'll wait and see. Guess we'll see. I have high hopes. I guess we'll see how many people bring the fancy hats and the. Oh, I'll be wearing a hat. Yeah, and start spanking themselves to make their horse go faster. Yeah, 100%. Also, shout out. Well, not a shout out. It's actually very sad. The Kentucky Derby winner, horse, passed away. Died. Already? Yeah. That's what I read. Oh, I didn't even see that. Okay. All right. Loyal. Loyal. 9%. It, it smells like lemonade. Ooh. Yeah, but it it definitely has a hint of lemonade in there. You can taste the... I'm trying to see. You probably don't even put the sugar on here, huh? Um, tastes like a headache. It tastes kind of like a slightly softer lemonade for loco, if I remember how those oh, tasted. Man, I haven't had four loco in a minute. I think the last time I've even seen someone drink a four loco was Vegas. Brennan and Lish. Last yeah. Good times. Uh, good times. For some. I mean, I, I had a great time. Yeah, I had a good time. We lost a lot of money on the last day. Lost but, a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of $20 bills were just getting Roulette, to. It was not table. good. <laughs> the story goes, we were walking around trying to, well. Well, the backstory is our flight got delayed, so we. Our flight was originally at like 5 p.m. I thought it was even earlier. I thought it was like 2 or 3, and then it got delayed yeah, to 5. Yeah, okay, maybe you're right. Like yeah. 2 or 3, yeah. Because we were going to get out of there at a decent, we were going to go to breakfast, watch the Vikings, and then we were going to leave. Yeah, and then it, it got delayed until like. 6 30 and then it got delayed further until like 11 p.m yeah we went to um we went there and then we we got like vouchers and we went to chili's yeah we did and our, but friend, I, and our friend chris didn't make chili's we'll just, <laughs> we're gonna leave it at that but uh i wanted to end the trip on a win on a uh, uh winning bet so i we were going to different casinos we just walked the strip yeah, we were walking around. We yeah. literally walked in every single casino, and I wanted to end on a win. So we would walk in. I'd put $20 down on a roulette table yeah. and said I would like the 20 on black. Not even get, Don't even give me a chip. I just want Yeah, just black. put whatever you need to signify $20 on black. And literally lost probably, I don't know, what, seven or eight in a row. Yeah. I and then I was down to my last $20 bill, and it finally hit. Yeah. And, of course... Lost. And of course, the reason why I was picking black was because number four is black. And the last one, my last 20, I should have known. It was, was black four. Think of how much, what is it, 30 to 36. $600. No, $720. Yeah. That would have been a decent way to end. It would have been great. I mean, it, I would have made way more than I put down. Yeah. But it's a fun time, though. Yeah. Vegas is definitely extreme. It's a good two to three day uh, trip place. Yeah, I would say. All right, so back to the seltzer here. From Loyal. Yeah. I think it has a lot of it has a lot of lemonade taste. I think there's a little hint of let's say like a strawberry lemonade. 
Yeah. Um, so I definitely think it has that flavor. I think it tastes... You can taste the alcohol, though. Yeah, I think the alcohol actually is almost, like, more overpowering than any seltzer we've had. Like, it, it's like the first few sips are literally, like, alcohol. I would agree with that. It's like, it's it truly is, and I'll say this, it, it truly tastes to me like a vodka lemonade. Mm-hmm. I think it's that potent and that extreme where it's like, this tastes like a vodka lemonade. Not as like strong as like some vodka lemonades that are made, but you can definitely taste the alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay. It All comes right, in a pack of four. It's not a variety pack. So it's literally just as this is the only flavor. They do mm-hmm. have like tangerine something flavor and some other flavors but this is it's not like a four pack Mm -hmm. so what are you going to give it so i'm going to give it i think i'm going to give it a six two i think it's solid um i think it's i don't think it's hard to drink i think i'll say this my max would be two or three just because it tastes like there's a lot of sugar yeah i would have a headache i think this is simple this is i think comparative to those uh truly Sim- no, simply oh, simply lemonades. lemonades. Sim- yep, simply, simply lemonades. lemonades. Yep. The strawberry one, and I, I do think it's good. I just think, like I said, I do think the vodka or whatever the alcohol overtakes some of the flavor. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna give it a seven six. One of your highest. It is probably one of my highest, and also I think that I think the one thing that's bringing it down is I can feel the potential to get a little gut rot. Yep. Uh, However, I think that the lemonade taste and flavor is definitely like coming through. Yeah. And so I don't mind a little bit of extra like alcohol taste. Right. Coming with that. I think it's definitely one of those where it's like the flavor, like you said, the lemonade flavor and the alcohol flavor, yes, is pretty high. Mm-hmm. But I do think the lemonade flavor is good enough to kind of like not even make you think about it. Like it's yeah. still there. But I think also at the same time, yes, I think the only reason it wouldn't be like super high. I think it's one of the better ones, but I think it's yeah. not super high is because like you said, this it's just that sugary vibe where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I might want one or two, but I cannot drink these. But it does give day. you a vodka lemonade uh, feel. Vibe, 100%. Slash uh, for loco. Just saying. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I don't remember when I had We might have to get it. We might have to bring a for loco out here. Uh, yeah, probably just do a special review when we're actually drinking. I don't know if I want to drink one of those. Those are, also the four locos, the cans are just massive. They are. So it's like, they are. But decent. Decent. Yeah, I like Loyal. Decent. Maybe get a variety pack if I have any suggestions. I don't like them. They don't have any No, it's all just four packs. Okay, so what are the flavors? Do you remember? I said one's like a tangerine something, and then one's like a regular just lemonade. Well, it's a good thing you didn't do tangerine, because that'd be too much tangerine for the day. Huh? All right, so we got tangerine cream ale. Honestly, ah, you know what this reminds me of? Did we have one? Did we have what was the one that was really good? It was like a oh, orange creamsicle. Gosh, do you remember that? It smells so creamy. Yeah, but do you remember that that orange one that was like an orange creamsicle and it was like the yeah. popsicles? Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Wow, it smells so creamy. It smells like a, a cream soda, like an orange cream soda. <laughs> oh, really? Is that the tangerine? Okay. The aftertaste has a little orange. Yep. And a little vanilla. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's decent. It's creamy. It's creamy. I can't believe that only has 5% alcohol. You would think more? Yeah. I think I feel like an ale would have more, but... what? Like, how high are we talking? Seven. 
I think seven's a good number. Like, what's a what's a the golden light four? Uh, like four point five. Yeah, ish. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it, this is like a good, in my sense, like a good brewery beer where it's like you could sip on it. Like, you're not gonna chug it, mm-hmm. but I think it's a good brewery beer where it's like okay, it has good flavors. The aftertaste is fine. It's smooth. There you it's go. like an orange cream soda. Yeah, it's similar. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Food for thought. Do you think if you poured one of these, topped it off with a little orange cream soda? Too Ooh. much? Too much or not enough? No, a little orange cream soda slushy. Oh, oh yeah. That'd be daddy. Whoa. That, whoa, whoa, whoa. that would be legit. Yeah. I mean, you've seen people that put like, uh, um, they like top their beer off with like lemonade. And like people top their beers off oh, all really? the time. Oh yeah, people oh. do that shit all stuff all the time. I've never seen that. Uh, well, the new thing is those. Uh, what are they called? The they're from Ninja. From Ninja. Yeah, the brand. It like the new big thing is where like a Ninja blender. Yeah, but it's not a blender. It's a. Uh, it's like a. I might have to look it up. But it like makes uh, like slushy kind of stuff, like alcohol too, like a slushy alcohol. Well, you would you would put it into the container and then you mix it up. Okay. Um, yeah, Ninja Creamy. So is it just a Ninja Blender? But you it makes ice cream. Oh, so it literally makes a slushy. Yes. It makes uh, ice cream maker. <laughs> it's a, literally an ice cream maker. That's kind of cool. And it makes like gelato. I've seen people make uh, or do that with like... um, So can you imagine if you fucking poured uh, uh, orange cream soda in there? With this? And then mixed it up in this ice cream maker, topped it off. Oh, so like what is it? Bruh. Wait, what's the one? That would be insane. Like the slushy they put on top? Yeah. That would be insane. Maybe you... How much are they? 200 bucks. Oh, that's nothing. Okay. Maybe food for thought? I think. 200. This one's not for sale. Why is it on Amazon? Yeah, 200 bucks. 200 bucks. And it only makes ice cream. <laughs> that's wild, actually. <laughs> I see all the girls on TikTok. Oh, making them. protein ice cream? No, they make margaritas. Uh, or margaritas. <laughs> that's probably actually probably a dual purpose. Maybe they call it ice cream, but they're like yeah. sorbet, smoothie bowls, and more. Yeah, the, the, everybody's focused on the and more. Yeah. Mm. I think that's kind of cool, though. I mean, that would be a freaking lethal combination. So do I you like think that. that's, like, the next big thing? Like, uh, making slushy beers, like, your own? No. Like, making your own slushy beers? No, because I think that that's too much work for what people want to put in to enjoy a beer. Yeah, but pause. Like, what I'm saying is, the, like, if we have this, if we have this, what is it, one, like, we could buy four of these. Mm-hmm. You make one full thing of that slushy, that tops off every beer. You're not putting a whole slushy in there. You know, right. you're just topping yeah, yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So I think it could be done. Maybe know. I'll put it on our registry. Not Ice cream maker. Not a bad, not a bad move. Plus Ninja, good brand. Oh, Ninja, we have a, yeah, we have a smoothie maker, but I don't know. A blender. Smoothie blender, yeah. yeah. Ninja. Ninja's the way to do it, dude. Ninja's top notch. I have that same one. Mm-hmm. So I got to work. What's the score? I think the score is a 6-3. Oh, wow. I think it's pretty good. Like that's I guess a little, I, that's a little bit low. For me? That's definitely having two of them. 
Mine is like a five. No, I was, say, I was expecting higher from you. No, I think I think it's really good. I think it's just one of those things like... I think it, I could use to me, if I'm being picky now. Okay. I would like a little more orange. I think the orange more for me just comes on the back end. If that means less cream. Yeah, I would rather have orange than cream. Okay. But that's me. Okay. Um, but like I said, I think, I think it is solid. I think it's good. Like I said, it's a great beer if you're at a brewery. To literally just sip on, play games, hang out. Like, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. I'm giving it a 7 4. Is that two? Did you get two 7 4s? No, 7 6 for the first oh, one. Seven, 7 4 for this one. Uh, I think it's great. Yeah. Plus, all the options to to improve it with a slushy. Oh, got my mind just, thinking. I was just made up. I know, but it's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, if anybody has gotten one of these creamy things and wants to... Wait, wait, wait. Has gotten one of these slushy things? Yeah, the creamy milkshake thing. Yeah, yeah. It's called Ninja Creamy. Oh. Yeah, if anyone has the cream... Look at that. Ice cream makers. Creamy. Cream eye. Yeah. Why is it lowercase? It's not going to be cream eye. It's creamy. Oh, well. Tomato, tomato. So, if anybody's gotten one of these creamies and wants to try the, the topper for this beer... Yeah, let us know. Could be decent. Just saying. Could be decent. The beer is good on its own by itself. By itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But I mean, if we want to take this from a seven four to a eight six, that might be hot. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty high. Watch out. You might have to. All right. Recap. Uh, seltzer. Loyal. Mixed berry lemonade. Yep. Seven six for me. Six two for Dave. And then the Lexington Brewing Company, Kentucky Tangerine Cream Ale, 7-4 for me, 6-3 for Dave. Solid scores. We're kind of back. High end. We're kind of back. It's a high end day for the beer and seltzer. And that's what we're going to call a review here, folks. That's what we call a review. Bang, bang. All right, we're talking NBA playoffs. We've talked you off for the beginning part of it, but uh, NBA playoffs... Like we mentioned, Nuggets are in. Finals. Nuggets are in. Celtics are dominating game five. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think think everyone... I don't know how to say everyone, but I think a good matchup would be Denver versus Boston. That would engage more people. I think that would engage more people, but I also think at the same time, like, Miami is kind of a cool story, though. Like, dude, beating the number one overall team, then beating Boston... And the Knicks, yeah, sure. But, like, the number one overall team, Bucks, no one gave them a chance. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Now beating Boston, 3-0. But I think the hardest part is game Game 4. Boston kind of came out and flexed their muscles a little bit and said, okay, we, we're not getting swapped, mm-hmm. period. And now even in Game 5, I think we talked about this pre-show, but, like, you knew they weren't going to lose this game. At home, no. At home, you almost, and you said it, you were like, they're basically playing to get back to Miami. It's all going to come six. down to game six. Right. That's and what so, it is. and I do think, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think this game, if this game stays out of hand, I very much see Miami resting their guys. You think? Yes. At what point? I think five or six minutes. Uh, I don't even want to say that. Like, it depends the lead, but if they're up by 20 with like seven 15, minutes left, 15 points. 15 points. Oh. 15 points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. At what point? Five minutes quarter? left. Done. Five minutes? Yeah. Okay. 
I will say this though. The I only, don't know. The, Fifteen points in the NBA and the Boston Celtics choke, so I think that's a little far. But I do think there's something to be said where it's like they're gonna they're playing for Game Six. Yes, and if it goes Game Seven, I'm sorry. It, I think Boston takes it as soon as as soon as Boston won Game Four. Yeah, I knew that it was gonna be Game Six. Yeah, there's a very small chance that Miami came into Boston and won Game Five. Yeah, I think it's I tough. mean, that just is what it is. They've yeah. been eight to nine point underdogs every single game in Boston. Granted, they won the first two, but I think it's a different story now as it's starting to get later in this series. Right. And I did see, I, I think it was interesting. I saw, um, I think it was an interview with Spolstra, the Heat coach, and he was like, to be honest, we're happy to be up. I think it was before game four. Like, we're glad to be up 3 0, but like, we could be very well down. 2-0, 3-0, 2-1. Like, Boston choked away two of the three games. Mm-hmm. The first three, I should say. Like, when they were 3-0. Yep. And so it's crazy to think, and it's like, that also makes me wonder, though, like, do you just go all out here still, even if you're down 15? Do you just keep going? Like, Boston has shown to not be good closing games. Yeah, I don't know. I think once it gets to, like, two or three minutes, yeah, sure. Yeah. But there's like, a fine line where it's just like, dude. I mean, it'll it'll be a feel thing, for yeah. sure. But, uh... But it'll come down to game six. I mean, Miami has to win that game, obviously. But yeah. if it goes game seven, I don't feel confident that Miami's going to be able to win in Boston. No, and game seven, I think it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But what do you think? So, we said, so obviously Denver's in, obviously. Do you think Denver will win the whole thing, no matter who they play? Yeah. Is this Denver's year? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. What are that? You said they're minus one sixty. They were minus one sixty. I think I don't know what at what point during this series, but the last I saw, they were minus one sixty. I mean, in theory, if you're if you're trying to make a bet on Denver, you would almost want Boston to keep winning. Yeah, tire mile. In theory, Denver's odds as Boston got closer to winning the series maybe would sink down just a little bit to get yeah. a little bit more value on that. Yeah, I think I think it's hard because yeah, I just think it's interesting with that. Yeah, I think Denver should be the favorites. I think Boston, like I said, I think that would be a fun matchup to watch because Denver has kind of walked through everyone they play. But the thing I mean, is, they, ha- they haven't played crappy teams. You know, like well, they played the Wolves, who has have given them the best shot out of anybody. Yeah, who was their second round? The Suns. And yeah, I think the Suns. The Lakers. Yeah, I think you could argue that so, Timberwolves and the Suns were probably pretty close. I mean, similar. Right. But I think I think people expected a lot more out of the Suns. I just think um, it was one of those things where I think, yeah, the Timberwolves, they, what was the series, 4-1? Yeah. And then this one but was 4-0. 4-1 without our third or fourth best player. Yeah. Best defensive player. And... Uh, Still trying to figure it out. Right. And I think that's always... And it's like I said, it, you start to notice it now and like you're seeing it. It's like, I don't know what it is about Denver. Obviously, altitude's different, whatever you want to say. But like, you watch the Lakers in the first two games. They looked exhausted. Mm-hmm. And granted, they only played a handful of guys for basically the whole game. But like, you watched them and they were like exhausted after game one. You could tell they didn't trust their depth. No, not at all. And I, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think I would... Yeah, they I wouldn't did, necessarily trust their depth either. didn't give them any reason to trust them. Right, but 
they were uh, they were their hand was forced yeah to not play their depth, which ended up hurting them as the series went on. Game three, game four, yeah. Yeah. Their, guy, their main guys were definitely tired. Yeah, and I think that will be interesting, too, the first few games of the series, whoever does play Denver. I think it will be interesting because it's like Denver hasn't been tested yet, like we just said. Like, I don't think they've lost a game at home, and I don't even know if the games have been particularly close at home. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever team has to go to Denver, I, I will be very interesting to see how that plays out. Um Obviously, Boston has more star power. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's great. Bam Adebayo's great. But it's like, Boston also has that depth. I think a little bit more. Obviously, if Tyler Harrell comes back, that's great. Gabe Vincent gets healthy. But I think that's the difference with Denver is like, they've played three teams that literally don't have any depth. The Suns, no. Timberwolves, no, with injuries. Right. Lakers, no. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they haven't even had to show anything else. I mean, they've just manhandled every team. Right. So. And the Nuggets, they do have depth. Yeah, yeah, they have a great team, and I think it's it's the one thing I do. I will say this: I get so annoyed watching the Nuggets. I get Jokic is great. I get that. That man, if you are, if you show his attributes, his uh, his stability is zero. He falls over more than. Embiid? No way. Okay, I guess, yeah. Embiid's no probably one. No way. New way. I'm telling you right now, if you watch a Denver Nuggets game, he gets at least six calls that are not fouls. And I'm telling you right now, you can watch every single series he's done. Every time there's a ball in the air, he takes his arm and shoves the guy under the hoop. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to be picky. I don't think they would lose. I'm just saying it's like crazy where it's like, this man gets every single call. You got pushed over. By Austin Reeves like four times and got every single call. Austin Reeves is 100 pounds less than you. Well, he's a two-time MVP. Don't you think that he deserves some calls? I hate that bullshit. I hate that narrative. We're not doing this star-studded game. like So then the Timberwolves will never be good. We have no MVPs. <laughs> you don't think... Do you think Ant could be an MVP in his career? Yes. I think Ant could be. But Ant still also doesn't even get some calls. Granted, Ant complains about every single call. Well, he's 21. He's young. 100%. But I think I think the narrative of like, okay, he's an MVP, he should get every call. Dude, call the game the same way. I know you're trying to call for superstars, but that's what's ruining the NBA. It's plain and simple. That's what's ruining the NBA. I'm sorry, you watch Embiid. Like, I mean, Embiid literally fell. He was on the ground more than he was even on his feet. I mean, that man fell almost every possession. And he falls slow and hard. He's like yeah, he Shaq. Does. He does, yeah. So I think it's hard. I think it's just like I'm not. Hey, I'm not arguing for Embiid. I would say Jokic falls less than Embiid. Oh no, no, I agree with that. I Jokic. Think, does, I think Embiid is number one. Yeah, Embiid is number one. I just think it's so annoying. And even watching this series, it's like I think the worst thing that the NBA refs have created is the fact of waiting for the ball to go in the hoop, and if it doesn't, foul. Hmm. No, if it's a foul, call foul. Hmm. Then it's an and one if it goes in. If it doesn't go in, it's still a foul. That's true. They do that. So many times where it's like, hey, the shot goes up, probably a foul. If it goes in, no foul. If it doesn't go in, late whistle. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe that's the training mechanism, but it's like, so it's only a foul sometimes. That's the annoying stuff. It's like, I don't. Know. It is annoying. You can always, I can always complain about refs though in every sport, so it's tough. But it's like, it's just hard. It's hard to watch the NBA because it it is a superstar league. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, and that's what's tough. Uh, so you got Denver in the finals. Do you think that if you could pick any other team fully healthy, do you think that they would win 
against the Nuggets based off of how the Nuggets have played and how they are playing currently? Any team in the NBA? Yeah. Um, I think, to me, completely healthy. Yeah. I think the I think the Bucks will give them a run for their money, with Chris Middleton completely healthy. Granted, he's a tough one because he wasn't healthy at all. Are they the only team? I think the Celtics could. I think the I think I why mean, the Bucks the Celtics are fully healthy. That's what I'm saying. I think the Celtics could if they win this series. I think. I think the Bucks. The only reason I said that is because you have a guy like Giannis who plays physical against Jokic. But, I think, but would he even guard him? I don't think he would. You'd have Brooke Lopez? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends. I think he would be the one team. I think this year has shown that. I think the Nuggets are very... Who did the Nuggets lose to last year? I feel like they don't have that many new guys. Um, like Jamal Murray hurt? Yeah, Jamal Murray was hurt. Oh. He tore his ACL last year. Was it last year? I thought that was two years ago. No. Oh, uh, yeah, and that makes a huge difference. I mean, look at... I mean, that bro in what game three or four literally scored thirty points in the first mm-hmm. half and didn't score again until the very end. Until the very he end, he did score oh, a couple, but but it was like the very end. Yeah, and so I think that I I do think them this year, which is crazy, is destiny. Is destiny, and I think what happened is when we were talking even about it because we both had like the Suns and stuff. I think you look at the star power and you were like, okay, the star power of the Suns will overtake them. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of look at it, you're like, well, Jokic is a two time MVP. Jamal Murray is an all-star. Will you hand me that notebook underneath the shoes there? Yeah. Jokic is an all-star. You have you have all these guys who are fantastic. I don't know. But, like, if you just went down the list of the teams, I think, like, Grizzlies, no. Obviously, Suns, no. Even healthy the Suns, no. Hey, you see that right there? That was your last, think about, that was your last pick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> None of us took them. Yeah. They were the number one it seed be, in that. It could be Celtics, Nuggets. We're going over the uh, picks before the year. Yeah. Nuggets were my last pick, and Celtics were Dave's second pick. I think that was once the playoffs came out, right? No. This was before the season started. Oh. What, the Nets? Yeah, because Kyrie and, oh, yeah, and then... KD were still yeah, on that team. Crazy. Yeah, and I think here's the thing is, I think... Also, like I said, I think the hardest part about the Nuggets is, like, they're not super, super flashy. Like, yes, Jokic is good, but he doesn't play a style of, like, flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can, he can be flashy at times. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you watch him play, and, like, truthfully, if you knew nothing about basketball and you just watched him play, you'd be like, this is just, like, a big lard who's very, who has a great vision. I mean, watch him run. Watch him shoot. Yeah, but he has such a everything goes so in. Crafty. I know, but that's what I'm saying is so like he's crafty. not the to people who watch the NBA. Like I would say, the majority of people would rather watch like a Jason Tatum, who makes plays that are very very athletic. In all yeah, those guys, don't you enjoy having a guy like Jokic that's making plays that aren't as athletic, but he's still so good? Yeah. Oh, 100. percent And I think it is. It goes about saying where it's like, dude, the guy is. I don't know if he's seven feet tall, but he's pretty close. He's about, I think he's about that. He's that tall, and his vision and his ability to shoot. Like, should he have won MVP this year? No, I think Embiid should. And the argument was because it's just a regular season thing. And I think Embiid played unreal. Yeah, I mean, I think they both had great years, so it's tough to say 
one should have deserved it over the other. I think they were both deserving. So yeah, I think you could make an argument for either one. I do think it played a part, and I don't. I mean, maybe it didn't, but I do think it kind of plays a part sometimes when like a guy wins it multiple times in the past. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, this guy was exactly like that guy. He's won twice. Like we should change. Yeah, making him a three-time MVP would be a pretty. It kind of be unfair because it kind of be just be like, okay, so. And I'm not saying like maybe if it was. I just think this year, like you said, it was so close between the two and they were so comparable yeah. that it was like, okay. We want somebody new. Yeah, we wanted somebody new and it like, yeah, it brings clarity to the league and people are like, okay, we're not just voting for the same guy. Brings what? Clarity. It means there's multiple people that can win. Clarity. Clear vision. Clarity. That means that multiple <laughs> people can win. Parity. Parity, clarity, same thing. Brings parity, <laughs> similar, similar. It's like, but what I'm saying, but levels. what I'm saying is, it's like the same thing. It's like if the same guy Cla- won the NHL. Clarity. Yeah, it brings a clear vision to the league. I think clarity <laughs> is actually not the wrong, wrong word. Um, parity might be the word, first word, but I think it's, I think it's not right. What does clarity do in the league? Restores 50% of your maximum mania. This is League of Legends. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Please do not start quoting that on here. Um, but no, I do I do think it's one of those things where... I think it needs to be more said in the NBA. The NBA especially. Especially after this defensive team BS and all this other stuff. Like, Are we just going off of names or are we going off of actual talent? Because like, what will it take... This is the hard part is what will it take for Ant to even be in the top three? Carl Anthony Towns will have to be, right? And he'll will have to perform well. He'll have to almost average almost 30 points a game. Because he doesn't yeah. get that many assists. I mean, how many, I don't know how many assists he gets. Probably and rebounds. Like and four to five. And what, four to five rebounds? Maybe five. So like in the middle, like we'll say five to six. We'll even say the higher end of both of them. We'll say he gets, mm-hmm. let's say he averages 30 points and six rebounds and six assists. Potentially, but these guys are averaging almost triple doubles. Yeah, basically. That's what I'm saying. So it's so much harder yeah. for a guy like him who's not averaging. I feel like the MVP will always average a double-double, at least. There's so many guys that do that. Granted, like an, a double-double, I mean, points are higher. Not like 15 the, points, 12 or 6. Like, the Wolves would just have to be good. Yeah, I think that would help. Like, yeah. They would have to be a top four seed in the West for sure. And he would have to And play. he would have to be significantly like our guy. Yeah. So Which do you th- I think he will be. But. Yeah, I think he will be at some point. And I think do you think within the next five years he has potential to win an MVP? I think potential likely. I don't Slam. think so. Do you think he's has argument to be in the top five? Of MVP voting? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. That's fair. I just think it's so hard. It always seems like that's it's me the being same. hopeful, but I think it. I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it's sure. so hard because it's like you look at these MVP voting and it's like the same guys. Yeah, I mean Giannis is always going to be up there. You have yeah now Joel and well, apparently Jokic. According to everybody, Wembenyama is going to be the best player in three years. So not everybody. he's going to be top three. I'm not standing by that. No, I didn't. I'm not either. I don't even think it'll be top ten. Okay, so here's the other question that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. So. Apparently, what I've heard or what I've seen is that Denver basically has their entire roster under contract for next year. So you can cons- all these guys. you can consider them to literally have the exact same roster. They lose like Jeff Green, which uh-huh. is, he's he's played a, a fairly decent role, fairly good sized role for yeah. them in the playoffs. Yeah. But there's. Plenty of other people that could do what he does, 
right? So they don't necessarily need to re-sign him to maintain their success. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about their team right now. They also only have one draft pick. Well, it's the 40th overall. No, it's not even in the first round. It's the 40th. That doesn't surprise me. They probably traded uh, draft picks for who? It says from Dallas via Oklahoma City is their one draft pick. Okay, so they probably... Charlotte got one from Denver via whatever. Yeah, but yeah. So but it's not like they're going to draft somebody that's going to make a substantial... Right, they would have to just sign a couple guys to fill the spots. But anyways, so they basically have their same team. They've looked dominant in the playoffs. They were the number one regular season seed for the West. Mm-hmm. Do you think that going into next year, if they end up winning the championship, that they're going to be the favorite? Uh, to like repeat? Yeah, they'll basically have the entire same team as this year if they win. Um, I think they'll definitely be top three. I don't know. It's Is so that hard. A bet that you would take to that they would be the number one. That they would re- that they would win next year. They have the basically the exact same team that as this year, and they've looked dominant. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard because I always look at it and I'm like, you look at like a team like the Bucks, and like I think one of the arguments with the Bucks in the playoffs is will be and always will be against the Heat. I'm not saying the Heat shouldn't have won, but I'm saying like Giannis was hurt. Yeah. So like with a healthy team, which I know not necessarily happened, but it's like you look at what happened when the Nuggets lost Jamal Murray. Like if so, let's say something yeah. unfortunately happens. I mean, to Giannis did end up coming back, hundred percent, but he wasn't the same. I mean, he missed two or three games and he wasn't yeah. the same. Yeah. But I'm saying I think they have to be up there for favorites. I don't know. I don't know if Jokic plays a style that it he should, could get hurt. Like he, anybody can get hurt, but yeah. he just doesn't play the style where it's like solely based off of athleticism and attacking the rim super hard yeah. or making these. Like a Giannis, crazy like athletics a Giannis. Yeah, like a So I feel like that lowers his like Chances potential to get injured. Yeah, and I think I think that's the thing. I think it's hard to say. Like, obviously, will they be in the top one or two, maybe three for betting purposes? Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Even with the same team, I do think they'll make the playoffs. I, I don't know if they'll be a number one seed and be as dominant, but I do. I don't know if I would actually take that bet right now. I mean, if they win this, if they beat whoever they play yeah. handily, uh-huh. sure, you might be able to change my mind. But, like, I don't know. I think it's hard. I think... What if they win 4-2? I mean, even even just winning. Three, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would put my money on them. I really don't know anything really about Denver, though. Teal's beat them at home one time. Well, right. But if they have the same team and they were dominant this year, then who's to say they shouldn't be dominant next year? They'll have Jokic, who will probably be a top three MVP candidate. They'll yeah. have Jamal Murray, who's a very good All-Star. player, especially alongside Jokic. Yeah. They'll have all of their complementary pieces in the starting lineup. Yeah. And they'll have their first one to two guys off the bench. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, yeah, it's a good argument. I think the hard part is, like, for me, I think even if... So if they win the championship this year, no matter what the series is, if they win the championship and are bringing... Even if they don't win the championship somehow, mm-hmm. and if they bring back the same exact team, yep. they'll still probably be the favorites. You think they'll be the favorite? Yes. because Well, I'll preface this. If the Heat win the championship, mm-hmm. yes, I would say that the Nuggets will be the favorite. Hmm. 
because the only reason is they're bringing back their same team, and I don't even I don't know anything about the Heat, but like Butler's getting older. These guys are younger, sure. They probably don't have everyone under contract like the Nuggets. If the Heat win the series, if the Heat win the championship, they will not be the favorite. That's what I'm saying. So you take them Regardless. out of the equation. You take them out of the equation. But I still don't think Denver will be either because they're just not be? as flashy. Uh, I think it'll be my. Uh, I think it'll be Milwaukee, or I think it will be Phoenix, or Phoenix is dead. Well, I'm just saying in terms of odds. I don't think that. Well, well not even in terms of odds. Who would you bet? Who would you bet on? I mean, I know you love Phoenix, but I'm just saying. Like, no, I th- I think I might go Denver. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I, I think I think Denver has. You a, know, they're going to be good in the regular season. And they play. And here's the thing that makes Denver good is they don't play a style that's flashy. So they're used to this, and they just go out and win. And they're not going to be the top one or two most likely odds. Teams because they, they don't win the championship. They don't play flashy. If they don't win the championship, I think if they win the championship, you almost have to put them one and two. If they're bringing back the same team, I don't know. I don't know. We'll wait and see. I think. I think if they people win the championship, will make arguments for the bigger, like bigger name teams, like Golden State, if they have Steph and Clay and they bring in somebody, and or they have Draymond, like that's yeah. basically the same team. You just you kind of have to build in. The fact that these other flashy teams are going to be maybe not as good in the regular season. Everybody still believes in them because they've done it before in the playoffs. Yeah. But like, I didn't believe kinda, in the Warriors. You kind of have to build the in the fact that okay, the Lakers might not have as good of a regular season record because they're all they're older they and they're not going to play all the games. Yeah. Whereas Denver, you kind of build in that. They're probably going to be a, a pretty good regular season team, so that's going to set them up for a, a pretty good situation going into the playoffs. Right. Well, and I think you look at Denver's roster, and I think you kind of look at it like if they're bringing everyone back, and no one is like substantially like, oh, this guy is at so, his end of his prime. Yeah. Where like you look at it, it's like Michael Porter Jr., pretty young guy. Mm-hmm. Caldwell Pope has played pretty well. For he's them. like the only. Older and he's guy. older. He's the older guy. Jamal Murray, young. Yeah. It's like Jokic, pretty. Young. He's, he's in his prime. In his prime. Yeah. So it's like you kind of look at it, and like you said, you kind of get these guys off the bench. They really don't have any holes to fill. Mm-mm. Jeff but Green. I, but that's barely a, <laughs> a hole. A backup big guy. Right, and then you have, what's it, Braun, I think his name is, off the bench from Kansas. Yeah. He right. could get better. And then you have young guys who still have room to grow. Uh-huh. And so, like, yes, you have your best players in the heat of things and in the middle of their primes, but you also have these young guys who can grow. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I, I truly do think... Because I, I, you look at these other teams, and even like the Celtics, you look at them like Al Horford, pretty old. Yeah. Marcus Smart, getting older. Jalen Brown, probably gone. Yes, going to probably go sign a Super Max somewhere else. So it's like, and I get they're a very talented team, and I think Jason Tatum is the guy, but I think this is the last year you see them all together. Yeah. And so it's like, they're out of the equation. Bucks, it's like the same story. Yes, Giannis is elite. Chris Middleton cannot stay healthy. He just can't. He's getting older. He can't stay healthy. So, like, are they – and I even think – here's the thing is you match up 5 versus 5 with the Bucks, and I know I said it before I think it would be a good series. You could make an argument that the Denver Nuggets would beat the Bucks healthy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think I, I think I would take whatever – if they're not the favorites, even if they are the favorites and it's minus 1 whatever or plus something, I would take the Nuggets. Well, it's always going to be plus in the future so far in advance. Yeah. But I would say if I had to guess what their odds is going to be, yeah, I'd probably say it's going to be, like, plus – Six to eight hundred. Wow. 
Which not the in, favorite. It might. It might be. Yeah. You know, just like because there's there's so much that could happen between the end of this year and the beginning of next year. Right. But I think that if it's me, like that's a uh, uh, those are odds that intrigue me to go put a future on the Nuggets. Is there an amount where, let's say, it's plus high one hundreds, low two hundreds? Would that still intrigue you? No. So it has to be above probably like 400, 500. Yeah. And I think there's... Because there's, there's so, cause like I just said, there's so much that can happen from now until even just the start of the regular season yeah. that you never really know what these teams are going to look like. But yeah. if you know that everybody's under contract and they were super successful this year, then there's not really anything that should say that they're not going to be. I just want to have better odds. If they're not... If it's like plus 100 to 200 come the beginning of the year and some other teams like make big flashy free agency moves or they make moves around the draft or they start off the year really hot then maybe their odds improve and the mm-hmm. nuggets are worse yeah which can provide more value so like it's all about where where it's at but yeah i think if they re- if they win the championship this year i i think it would be and maybe I'm wrong, but and I know they're not flashy, but I think it would be hard to put them at like plus six hundred. I mean, I think like a plus six hundred would be like a team that finished third or fourth that made a push, potentially like a Suns or something. Like show me something versus they just won the championship. They're literally bringing back the same team. They're prob- They should be. I know they're not flashy, like we've said fifteen times, but they're they have to be the favorite. There's no other rationale behind that. Potentially the Bucks because everybody had them number and they one were seed. the number one seed, but Giannis was hurt. Yeah, but I think you also look at, I mean, what was the Bucks record compared to the, I mean, Denver won 60-some games. They had to be close, right? right? I, think, uh, I want to say the Bucks were the highest. No, the Bucks were the overall number one seed. But I'm saying, like, it had to have been close. Bucks were 58-24. and 24. The Nuggets were 53 and 29. So they were five games different. Yep. Granted, the Celtics were also 57 and 25. And the Sixers are 54. I think the Sixers will be not as good because I think James is going to leave. James Harden is going to be gone. But that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. I think that's obviously a food for thought. I think there's a lot of teams that can make a push. We'll see what happens this year. But I think for my sake, going back to the first topic, I think I'm more intrigued if I will watch a little bit more of it. If the Celtics are in it, because mm-hmm. I think it will go more than I think if it goes if the Heat are in it, I truly think it go four games, maybe five. Yeah, I think you always give the other team one game. One game, but yeah, otherwise probably not. Yeah, so we'll see. There you go. All right, all right, we're moving on. Top five. Uh, we're doing rom coms. Yep. Because we all love rom coms. And last week we did action. And last week we did action slash adventure. Yeah, that's right. So, we're doing five rounds. Whoever wins a coin flip gets to guess first. and We already do have our guesses written down. I I do. I do as well. Okay. Heads. Oh, shit. It is heads. Good job, David. All right, guess away. She's out of my league. Number one. Yeah, that's number one. If it's not number one, I'm ending the show early. Good job. Good guess. Good guess. Not making that mistake with... Fast, whatever it was. Uh, I'm gonna go failure to launch. Failure to launch is not the best. No. Failure to launch. Yeah, it's a good show. Show. Talking movies, Chris. Yeah. I'm gonna say John Tucker must die. No. 
Not on there. That's a decent movie, though. I'm going to say Just Go With It. Just Go With It is on mine. Let's go, baby. Um, I'm going to go with Fool's Gold. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Uh, I'll go with How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. No. Nope. Okay. I'm going to go with The Last Song. I don't know if that's the right movie. No. Yeah, I know. Fuck, it's not fucking out there. It's not Cyrus at all. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love is on mine. All right. All right. And I'm going to go with... Do I have one more? This is the last one, yes. Uh, You've gotten one. I'm going to go with She's the Man. No. Okay. Uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers is on mine. Let's go, baby. I mean... What are your movies? Your movies are ass. Just wait. Just wait. Oh, my God. Do you want me to go for... What do you want me to do? Yeah, so you're five. So my number five is She's Out of My League. Number four, Mamma Mia. Three, Wedding Crashers. Two, Crazy Stupid Love. One, Just Go With It. Dang, so I got one, two, three? Yeah. I didn't know you I mean, liked... I would love to hear I this. I didn't know you liked She's Out of My League like that. It's my number five. I really don't know any other... I mean, the rom-coms, I guess, I won't even put in my top five. Yeah. Uh, number five, Just Go With It. Okay. Four is Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Three, The Proposal. Okay, decent. With Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that's decent. Two, Hitch. Yeah. Will okay. Smith. Yeah, Will Smith and the guy. I mean, that is a... Decent movie. Great movie. Decent and then movie. number one, She's on My League. Yeah, I knew number one. So... I mean, it's an okay league. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's decent. So you got number one. That's it. Yeah. So that's five. Classic. I got one, two, and three. Yeah, five, four, three. So that's... Twelve. Twelve. That's four, one, and one for me. Rom-coms, man. What was your five? What was your number five? Five was Just Go With It. Four was Wedding Crashers. Mm. Three was The Proposal. Two was Hitch. And one was She's Out of My League. Yeah, that's actually not a bad list. Thank you. It's tough. Yeah, it's not bad. It's better than your other action movies. So we'll go with that. We're making progress. I was pretty confident with my... With my, uh, I forgot about the proposal. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, who's Great the guy? Ryan, I can't. It's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, then I'm not thinking of the proposal. Who's the guy? It's Sandra Bullock. They they go up to Alaska. She's on a, uh, I think it's a work visa, and she's gonna get exported, um, unless they get married, and he's like, okay, and then they have to put on a big, uh, big fake wedding type of thing. I don't know. Then I wasn't thinking of that movie. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall is not a bad one either. Um, I wasn't thinking of that one. I was thinking of a different one. Mm. It's not. I don't know where the list went that I was looking at before. Sorry. Yeah, there it goes. Alright, well we'll take the dub. Yeah, Episode 62. Wrap it up. Peace. See you. One, two, three.